get lost in there. Oh yeah, the, the, the Met and well, also the Smithsonian's right near you. Did have you gone to that? Yeah, I have. And they have a lot of art oh, museums. Yeah, I keep going like again this summer. Because um, I've been there and <laughs> talk about getting lost. It takes you days just to go through the museums. <laughs> right. Um, my favorite was the um, the Space Museum, you know. Oh, yeah. So cool. It is really cool. I mean, you see real space capsules hanging from the ceiling. You don't usually see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I love, I love museums. I love all kinds of museums. I love art museums and... Um, photography museums and natural history museum and I, I, I've always liked it I just um, I, I mean I find it fascinating like like someone like Ansel Andam's beautiful photographs or um, Monet's wonderful paintings or Van Gogh's uh, incredible work with my favorite Starry Night, and you know I just I I just find it fascinating that uh, there's, I forgot the name of the painter, but he did Sunday in the Park. They made a play Sunday in the Park with George, because that's the name of the painter. Um, his his painting is all dots. When you go close to it, you're like, how did he do this? Yeah, like I've seen it, and it's really amazing how the paintings like made completely from dots. Like that must have taken so much like attention to detail and time. Well, and I didn't know there was a play based on that. Oh yeah, it was on but Broadway. We'll hear more about it. It was a musical on Broadway. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Bernadette Peters, um, and I can't remember the the uh, famous actor. Oh, Mandy Patinkin. He was the one who was in Yentl, played the oh. artist. This is on Broadway. I, I mean, I think, uh -huh. I don't know, you know, I mean, they, they had other versions of it through the years, other actors uh -huh. playing the parts, but they're the most famous for it. But, yeah, yeah, it was made into a musical. I actually knew, I saw the painting itself, and I was fascinated, and then when they made the musical, I was like, but they don't really explain about the dots. Because <laughs> yeah. it must have taken him months to get that painting done. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's amazing. You can really get lost in the painting. Yeah. They actually showed that in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Did you ever see that movie? No, I haven't. Oh, this is... Do you recommend it? I do. It's a fun movie. It's it's not a serious movie. It's a fun movie. It's kind of crazy. Um, uh, Matthew... He was in, um, The Producers. He's married to Sarah Jessica Parker from Sex and the City. I can't remember his last name. Anyway, he plays this young man who decides he's going to take the day off from school and his girlfriend and his best friend are going to go with him and it's basically him escaping a principal but it's just it, it doesn't sound as fun as it is when you're trying to explain it because it, it sounds so serious um, but uh, he fakes out being sick with his parents 
and he the only person who suspects what he's doing is his sister um that his sister is played by very young Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing and um it's it's just it's a really silly fun it's a John Hughes movie you know so it's it's kind of it's like the guy who did Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink mm-hmm. and those kind of, it's that kind of a movie <laughs> I'll be sure to check it out, though. Sounds interesting. There's part of it where they're in a museum in Chicago, and the painting's there, and one of the characters is just staring at this painting, and it it goes from his eyes to the dog's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting shot. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, he, he, He just, it's like a, I'd say it's about a, two-minute sequence, but you don't forget it because it's just so weird. Because um, <laughs> um, he's just sitting there, st- sitting, standing there staring at this painting. And the painting looks like the dog is staring back. Uh, but um, but it's weird where art comes in, you know? You think about it. Um, art comes into movies and TV shows so much. Like, um, one of my favorite um, noir um, murder mysteries is called Laura and the whole thing is that the policeman falls in love with her portrait and then it turns out that someone else was killed and she wasn't killed and it gets complicated it's a typical 1930s 40s murder mystery but um, but it's really it's really one of the best ones. If you've never seen a noir noir I never know how to say it. It's N O I R, but I never know how to say it. Um, murder mystery. That is one I recommend because it's in black and white and there's one color sequence when they have a fashion sequence. <laughs> and actually during the war because it was it was made within the war period of World War II. They cut it out because they um, a studio felt it was frivolous while men were dying in, in Europe and stuff. And it's true, but, I mean, then why, don't, why do they have color movies like Singing in the Rain and all the other movies that was made during that period? <laughs> you know, MGM was very popular with people going to movies to forget the war. Um and murder mysteries and gangster movies and all the other stuff. Um, there's a lot of color stuff. Anyway, I'm digressing as usual. But but it, the whole movie is on this painting of uh, uh, the woman who he thinks is dead, uh, who's played by a beautiful actress named Jean Tyranny. But the weird thing is, I found out later, that painting wasn't a painting. It was actually a photograph that the art department made to look like a painting. Oh, how did they do that? I'm not sure. They it is, they said they painted it in a way that it, the photograph that it, it and you if you see the movie you think it's a painting because it mm. it looks like a painting. Uh, That's really cool. It is. It's really interesting. The, those guys, the uh, artists that were in set decoration and stuff like they were artists <laughs> you know it's not just back flats and 
stuff like that. They they really were. They some of the things they did. They they could make a church look like a school. Like um, when they were on location, they could make a. Uh, they were in a a, 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 a town in Kansas uh, during the. I think it was the seventies, but they made it look like it was during the thirties, during the depression. I mean, it's amazing what they do, you know. They're, that 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 artists. Uh, there's so many different kinds of artists. Right. You know, um, costume designers are artists. Um, you All know. the work that goes behind movies, it's all so impressive once you like see the behind the scenes. It is, isn't oh. it? It is yeah. just amazing what they're able to do. Um, I just, I, I find it fascinating. Um, but I just, I love, I love that, you know, like, like those two very different movies, and art is very featured in it in different ways. In fact, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, there's a musical sequence that's hilarious. He actually gets into a uh, car during a parade and starts singing a song for the people, and everybody gets into him singing this song, and he's not even supposed to be on the float. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, stuff like that. But, I mean, it was obvious that, um, you know, the set decorators and people who created the floats did a really great job because it looked real. It looked like a real parade. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, like, I went to Universal Studio Hollywood, and they had, like, this studio tour thing, mm-hmm. and, like, they had, like, whole sets of, like, towns and stuff, and it's all, like, so realistic, like, seeing all the sets of all the movies and stuff. Oh, yeah, I actually worked there. <laughs> that really? Was my, that was my first job. So uh, <laughs> seeing the sets and stuff, so cool. I, at going on a sound stage, that was, that was exciting. My first time walking onto a real sound stage was just amazing. And back then, when they had the tour, they had um, what was supposed to be Lucille Ball's dressing room, even though Lucy never, she never worked at uh, Universal. (laughs) But they borrowed some clothes and stuff from her movies and TV shows and stuff, and they made it into a dressing room. But it was part of the tour. People would go and look into the different uh, dressing rooms that they set up. They were they they were created. No, um, but that's the funniest one to me because she never worked at Universal. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh the a really good tour because you get onto a real working set is the Warner Brothers tour. So if you ever come back, you got to take the Warner Brothers tour. It's I'll put that on my bucket list. <laughs> it's like, um, well, they call it Burbank Studios and Warner Brothers Studios. It's it was it's where the original Warner Brothers was, but uh, then somebody. It, it merged and then someone else took it over and then they just call it Burbank. Most of the people, I'm a native Los Angelina. Um, most people call it Burbank Studios, even though it's got it's Columbia, it's Warner Brothers, it's not either. <laughs> but it's still a working studio. I mean, they still shoot stuff there all the time. 
And they have a really good museum where they have, like, uh, props and pieces of set and, um, like, jewelry and costumes from all the famous Warner Brother movies. It's really cool. Um, I mean, it's not like Warner Brothers London where you get a tour of Harry Potter, but, you know. <laughs> They yeah apparently they have a Hogwarts set and all this stuff at the at the Warner Brothers in London, but no it's, yeah it's it's really fun, but you get to walk around a, a studio, and you're not on a tram. You, 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 I don't know just maybe because I work there and I I've been there so many times to Universal, I, it, the tour at Warner Brothers feels more real because you're actually walking down the studio street. And you're seeing these old houses that were used for shows like Bewitched and and uh, Leave It to Beaver that was back in the 50s and all these different TV shows. And you're walking by and they're still being used for shows. You know, it's just, just crazy. Because there's not very many places that have um, the, the back, uh, back lot. There's not very many places like that anymore. They basically all sold them off. Um, you know, MGM is now Century City, and <laughs> and um, uh, part of 20th Century Fox is uh, part of where the towers are in Century City too. I mean, the, the, it's almost it's, there's, there's very little. I Paramount Ranch is uh, a park. Um, they still shoot there. They still Paramount still uses it, but most people just go there for picnics and stuff. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just it's, so when you go to Warner Brothers and it actually has a back lot, that's cool. And Universal still has their back lot. Those are the only studios left that still have them. So when you went to Universal and you saw that back lot, that was special because there's not many of those left. No, I'm definitely going to check out the Warner Brothers studio. Oh, it's really cool. Really cool. Being able to walk, that sounds like such an amazing experience. Yeah, you walk down the, the street, and you see where all these houses are. They're all facades, of course. They're only, you, you can, it's um, a fake house. So, um, what do you think of... Uh, uh, different kinds of art. Do you are you interested in different kinds of art? Or are you set on a certain style of art yourself? I mean, for me personally, I'm more of a visual artist. Like, I like to draw, but I take inspiration from like all types of arts, like cinematic arts, like musical arts, I guess. Like, I listen to a lot of music. I watch a lot of movies. I love animation films, which are amazing. But I would say for me, I am more like drawing, painting, that kind of stuff. But I would love to get more into like photography and like editing, like cinematography, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Cinematographers are artists. Absolutely. 
what they're able to do is just fascinating. Yeah, being able to tell a story and everything, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, some of the greatest cinematographers were so innovative, and, I mean, even a movie like um, Wizard of Oz, what, how they created the tornado, it's just fascinating by itself. Um, <laughs> did you ever... Did you How ever, they create it? It's a stocking that they put on like oh. a... Um, like a... They, they have it on like a vacuum cleaner and it's like whirling. And they make it go backwards. And uh, so when the... In, instead of the dirt going one way, it goes towards where it's supposed to go. And it, the thing is, it looks so real. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow, like, back then when there's not much, like, CG and stuff, like... There was no CG. <laughs> there was no CGI. It didn't exist. <laughs> they, 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 the only way they could do stuff is by creating it. It's, it's just like, um... Like the um, the robot in um, in like Fantastic Voyage or something, where the I think it was I think it was Fantastic Voyage, where there's a robot, there's a person inside there. There's no CGI. They can't have a fake thing. They have they ha it has to be something where a person can move it, or um, in Doctor Who, the Daleks. That's all done by wires and a guy that's off camera speaking into a little microphone. Wow, that's <laughs> really amazing. Yeah, I mean, they they had to be innovative. I mean, it's like yeah. the original Star Trek. You know, when you see them like getting whipped around because they're fighting a bad guy, and so the crew is being uh, thrown all over the bridge of the Enterprise. Well, that's actually just the crew throwing themselves around. There's nothing happening. <laughs> wow. Everybody move to the right. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the blooper reels, but, um, but they actually, the doors that open and close, they actually rammed into them their face whammed into the doors because the doors didn't open on time. Oh. Because there were two people pulling it open and closed. It wasn't... It, they didn't have automatic doors. They didn't exist. Oh. Seems like a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It was a different world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched the TV series Bewitched. You know when, uh, like, Samantha waves her arms and uh and something appears. Well what happened How did I did that? They actually had her freeze. They actually had an apparatus so she, her arms didn't get tired. Where she held her arms inside like this wood thing. So she would hold her position and um and then the set people moved everything out or moved whatever in and then, okay, action. And she, they got this thing out of there, and she moved her arms up 
further and, and did whatever gesture she's going to do and suddenly everything appeared or disappeared and it was basically you know her standing still and and everybody working to get the thing out of there or Endor or whoever was doing the magic um but yeah that <laughs> stop camera action did a lot of that work <laughs> isn't that interesting yeah like you're talking about, like stop motion like all Coraline that was really amazed me like to find out that it was completely done in stop motion I remember watching it when I was a kid it's just like but to find out that it was like stop motion it was like really cool yeah, well, this was a form of stop motion. It wasn't, it wasn't like what they did with the, um, like, claymation and things like that, where they moved, um, like, creatures. But it was, it was like it. It was, it, but it was, it was, in, it was actually in front of an audience, so I bet the audience was quite fascinated. For sure. I know I would be really fascinated. Yeah. Well, I always liked watch. I, I loved w- and because it, it takes so much longer to do a TV show than people think. The show is a half hour, but it takes like two hours to do the show. And then they do it again for another audience. So they take a break, like a dinner break. And then they do it again for another audience. And then they take different different scenes. They do the whole thing like a play for the audience. And then they they take a break and they do it again. And then you do pickups at the end of the day. Because I used to work as an actor. That's why I know. Um, and um, so it, it was really interesting because especially when I got to do that kind of thing, um, you know, when the audience wasn't there, they were uh, we were still working. I mean, it took... I worked on the Golden Girls, and the episode I did, we had four days rehearsal, and uh, show day, it, we were there from 11 o'clock to 2 a.m., 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Wow. We had a rehearsal, wow. and then we had two shows, and then we had pickups, and the pickups took forever. Yeah, people don't realize what work goes into doing creating a show. So yeah, and, and that was in the '80s. So we had a lot more artistry and 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 special effects and all that stuff that they didn't have in the '60s and the '70s. Mm-hmm. So, and well, actually '70s they did because that's when Star Wars created a lot of the special effects. You know, Star Wars, cre- uh, George Lucas really created a lot of special effects that are modern, right? <laughs> well, that's impressive. Yeah, that he 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 started ILM, which is the big special effects house. That was his baby, yeah. and they're all shot in Northern California. So cool. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um. Okay, I wanted to ask you about um, the illustrators of the future. How did you find out that you won? Joni gave me a call one day, and it was just really exciting news. Like, she told me that um, I won, and I hadn't expected it. So it was just 
really exciting to hear that. That's really cool. And, uh, well, this is because I did. Did you scream after you got off the phone? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the first thing I did was just, like, tell my parents, like, they were also really excited for me. I don't think I screamed, but the enthusiasm was definitely there. Yeah, well, first time I got an acting part, I was very calm when I was talking to the director who was calling me to tell me I was cast. And when I got off the phone, I screamed. Luckily, <laughs> no one was home, so nobody knew. I mean, my brother, my parents were my parents were grocery shop. My brother was out doing something, so I was by myself. So nobody heard it, but I was like, ah. <laughs> When you get your first thing, it's a big deal. <laughs> Whatever the first thing is, you know? Uh, to, to get uh, your first illustrated thing in a book, that's a huge thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Like the whole experience of working with an art director to produce an illustration for a story, that was, that was such a cool experience. Did you like the workshops? Yeah, I definitely learned a lot. Was there um, any of the artists that you were particularly fascinated by? Um, yeah, like, I really like Tom Wood's, like, fantasy art. It was really, really cool to see his stuff. And he talked about, like, his career and like his like artistic journey and it was really cool. Cool. And uh, was your um, your writer there when they showed the, when they uh, released your picture to the group, you know, the reveal? And did you meet each yeah. other? Yeah. Um, my writer was Dr. Manners and he was really, really nice. Like he really liked my illustration that I did for his story, The Withering Sky, and I'm really happy that he liked it, you know, he, like, was able to tell, like, almost, like, immediately, like, which illustration was for his story, and it was just really cool to see how, like, appreciative he was of the illustration, like, I'm really glad he liked it. Cool. And, um... When did, uh, when you went to the banquet, not the banquet, the award ceremony, uh, did you, was it exciting to you, or did you get scared, or how did you feel about it? It was really exciting, like, I honestly didn't feel real at some point, it's like, really cool, all these talented people, like, and, like, winning their awards, like, like, the whole week was just really amazing. Like, I got to meet so many, like, authors and artists. Like, it was just really inspiring being there. That's fantastic. And so where is your award now? <laughs> oh, it's, like, on my desk. Like, well, at least it's not in the bathroom. <laughs> 
you know, I don't know, I don't remember who it was, one of the people who won the Oscar put their Oscar in the bathroom because they were there more than any place else in the house. <laughs> it was obviously a man. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It was obviously a man. But, yeah, he, I can't remember... Um, that, that's what he said. He said because he was there more than any place else, so we get to see it more often. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um. So we're coming to the end. Uh, do you have any projects or anything that you're working on that you'd like to tell the audience about? Um. Nothing at the moment. I'm going to university soon so definitely going to like learn a lot but one of the things that I've been wanting to do was create like a video game and I've always also wanted to illustrate children's books I think that would be so cool that's really growing cool. up, huh? writing those, like being able to create one, would be so cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love the illustrated illustrations from the books from when I was a child. They were, but mine was, it was either um, Mother Goose or it was Disney. Those were the two picture books that my parents seemed to have. So that's what all my it was, you know, Cinderella and Snow White and <laughs> those the and and the Mother Goose book. So I didn't have all the variety, you know, um, that people today have. And I wish I I don't think my my parents may not have known about some of the British uh, illustrated books like Wind of the Willows and things like that. Or the Little Prince and stuff. Um, well, I know actually, Little Prince was French, but I don't think my parents knew about it because I didn't. I never. I never had that until I got older and I found out about those. Is there a, a illustrated book that is like inspiring for you for creating something of your own? Recently, I read this book called Big Cat, Little Cat, and. Like, the art style is, like, pretty simple, but the story, it was, it was really good. Like, made me feel really emotional. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what was the name of it? Um, Big Cat, Little Cat. Aww, I love that name. It's so sweet. (laughs) It's a really sweet book. Do you, um... Do you do you read manga and does that inspire you? Oh yeah, I read that too. Yeah, because I got, I bought my first manga and I'm really enjoying it. It's called She and Her Cat. She and her what? She and her. Oh, she cat. and her cat. Oh. That's what reminded me when you said that. I oh, I, that sounds like my manga, but <laughs> yeah, I I was like okay, they're expensive, but I'll buy one and see if it's okay if I like it. Because I'm a big reader. Um, and it's really cute. It's really adorable. It's it's a graphic novel basically. Um, but um, I know a lot of my friends are like, 
I don't, I can't get used to it. It's backwards. And I go, well, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm Jewish, so I was brought up with it. That's how our Bible is and everything. So it was like, this is not a big deal to me. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that I, I've been hearing from um, some of my friends. They go, I really love it. I just can't stand that it's backwards. Well, it's not backwards to the people who created it. <laughs> I think she and her cat also has, like, an animated version. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can see that with the, the pictures in it. Yeah, I can see that. That would probably uh, transfer really well to animation. Huh. I love the cat. Oh, the picture of the cat. It's, the cat is so adorably beautiful. Oh, I love cats. Uh, I love dogs, cats too. Cats are amazing. I love yeah, yeah. I love animals. All animals. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the, the big eyes looking at her, and it's from the cat's yeah. point of view. It's just so beautiful. Oh. Yeah, it's really touching. And the cat's like, I don't understand what her problem is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very cute. Um, okay, so we're at the end. So do you have a website? Yeah, um, it's shimingluo.square.site. Could you... It has... I'm sorry, could you spell your name so people can yeah, find it? Yeah, X-I-M-I-N-G-L-U-O dot square dot site. Okay. And are you on social media, and what is your... Um, your name, your your name on the different social media. Um, I'm on Instagram, and my handle is a r t y x i. That's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in on anything else? Facebook, Twitter. No, I'm not. Just, just Instagram. Okay, that's cool. It makes sense because yeah. that's a very artistic site. Um, well. We're done. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me. It was a great conversation. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I did too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for chatting with Sherry. Across the country in the action on the biggest game days of the year. Whether you're one of 65,000 fans at Allegiant Stadium or you're streaming the game at home with America's fastest download speeds powered by fiber. Whenever it matters most, Cox keeps you connected. 
Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds US Q3 2023. Hey, it's Gina the Latina. Are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? If you're ready to change your future, my friends at Northwest College can help. Start training for a rewarding career in healthcare like medical assisting, medical billing and coding, surgical technology, or nursing. Don't wait. New classes are enrolling right now. Plus, we're giving away a $10,000 scholarship to attend Northwest College. So what are you waiting for? Register now at channel933.com slash edu. That's channel933.com slash edu or call 844-NEW-CAREER to learn more.